Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hello everybody and welcome to another terrifying episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley and I'm already making Reese Waters giggle. Reese, hello, how are you? This is, oh my god, it's so scary. I... <laughs> I, I've been having flashbacks ever since I made notes on this because it's just so terrifying. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I actually like I go into every episode not knowing what you're about to teach me, which <laughs> I genuinely like, by the way. I, I like being surprised. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, but I can't tell if you're being serious now or not. Yeah. I, hold I'm, on. Like, know- before we get into it, um, we keep asking each other how we've been. We haven't asked our audience member who's listening, the one person, um, how they are. So let's, uh, yeah, how, how, how are you? Them? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty ignorant though. They're not really saying anyway. Um, oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> let's maybe just cut that out. As an experiment, I don't think it worked. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, you yeah, said yeah. they were ignorant and I said that's nice at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> very different. <laughs> we're imagining two very different people as our audience member. <laughs> so, magic. Anyway, um, have you have you tried the barbecue barbecuarianism diet yet? I haven't yet. Um, I was going no? to, and then I forgot that we talked about it, and then you just reminded me now, and I'm just talking about not. The book is coming along great. Uh, I'm have, finding have you barbecued some, anything? 
Um, I couldn't find any babies to barbecue, so that's probably for the best. <laughs> if, you, is... if, if you haven't listened to the QAnon episode, that is a joke. <laughs> Jesse isn't a cannibal. <laughs> I'm glad that we have to... Uh, Disclaim. Yeah, disclaim that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, Jesse does is not actually a baby eater nor a cannibal. This is, this is fine. This is fine. Everyone just sit down, put your pens down. No, no strongly written letters needed. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, the book Good. is coming along nicely. Uh, Barbecuitarianism, How to Live Like a Cannibal. Uh, no, uh, sorry, Caveman. <laughs> totally different things. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> soon for sale on Amazon, I'm sure. I really have to make that a thing. That should be a thing. Don't you think that should be a thing? I'm going to make a cookbook. <laughs> yeah, just barbecue it. Every page just says put it on the barbecue. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about barbecues. It's not complicated. You just put it on there until it looks done. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it's, until it's hard to chew. <laughs> that's the rule. So. I think you're doing it wrong, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on the barbecue until it's hard to chew. And then you're done. When I hard is cooking, I can cook. I <laughs> How does it taste? Great. It's not done. Let's put it back on. It should be a, it should be an ordeal. Otherwise, it's not barbecuing. <laughs> Your steak's not crispy. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so this episode um, is not really about anything hugely political, but I kind of think it is a political thing. Um, so, What are you doing? You so disappointed as, me so much. Well, this oh, is God, this is this is a kind of a, a weird thing that I found. So, so obviously, I'm. From I feel Europe. I feel like our podcast. We start off talking about Canadian politics, and then we can eventually just branch yeah. off into anything at all, like, like cookbooks about cook- barbecuing, and you know, so <laughs> exactly. Thanks for the, listening. See ya. That's it. <laughs> so the 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 thing with this is, as someone who's moved to Canada from from Europe, from a European country, so many people from Welshland. From Welshland, from yeah. Welsh town, Welsh, um, Welsh town in Welshland, exactly. Right. <laughs> Number one Welsh street. You guys Welsh do nothing but hunt whales. There is that right? Is that exactly? Yeah, yeah. There's none left. There's none left. We ate them all. <laughs> That's so, why we came here. Yeah. No, no. So everyone tells me that they're so jealous of how much history there is in Europe. Who the fuck tells you that? Lots of Canadians have said to me, it's like, wow, there's like so much history where you come from, not like you, as if, as if that's not North the same America- thing as being jealous of having no, so much history. And like, <laughs> gosh, I wish we had more history. Like you, <laughs> like, your country has way more history than my country. Oh, fuck. I'm so jealous. It's a weird, like, this is- it's, it's a weird thing, though. People like say to me that like there, there was no history, you know, oh, this. Like time didn't exist here for as long, you know. <laughs> North America materialized, and it is that political kind of that European perspective that somehow <laughs> nothing happened until Europeans arrived, and it just blows my mind. Like, like Wales was invaded by Romans two thousand years ago, but it doesn't mean that that's when it started to exist. Um, they just came and killed everyone, and it just so this this episode I was determined, and I found, and we're going to do a few episodes talking about the incredible history that existed in Canada before Europeans turned up. Oh, wow. Okay. It drives, it drives me crazy that everyone's like, yeah, you've got so much history. And I'm like, there's an equal amount of history in North America as there is. In, so, so this, so this, is be- so this is before Canada was named Canada and before politics took over. So really Canadian politics is boring episode for the next few episodes is going to be about a not Canada and b not politics. Yeah, 
It's me taking a stand against Canadians who tell me that there's no history here and there's more history in Europe as if um, somehow it didn't exist. It's the before. land before time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The land before time. Exactly. So this what episode is the, What is the title of this episode, Reese? Oh, the Badass right. Original Settlers. The the badass original settlers of Canada. Yeah, that's what it's called. Canada. Well, it wasn't Canada back then. So the like the weird thing is that like you know there's not as much of like a an imprint of buildings and towns and stuff, but there's still some crazy stuff that happened here that is worth talking about. Okay, sure. Fuck so, it. I got nothing else going on. So <laughs> it's incredibly bad to do. So when when do you think people first arrived in North America, Jesse? Like from other continents, um, yeah, I believe it was the Vikings, and they arrived, and the Vikings were they. It was it's been debated as to whether or not they actually arrived in Bonavista, Newfoundland, or they arrived in I forget where in Cape Breton, but it's in Cape Breton. Um, and what year? Is, uh, but this oh. this is this is my point though. Like they were people there already when they arrived. I'm talking about those people who were there before the Vikings. I'm talking well, about. I don't before- think they. Well, I don't think they arrived. I think they evolved. From, <laughs> do you want me to just tell you this is painful? <laughs> Did they arrive? Was North America so, empty for millions of years? Is, okay, so approximately twenty three thousand to twelve thousand years ago, which I'll admit is quite a wide margin. Um, the 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 continents of Asia and North America were connected by a land bridge, right? And the 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 main theory is that that people crossed over from Asia to North America. Um, sometime during that time. Oh to, yes, I've heard that theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also some interesting theories that that isn't true, and there wasn't a a land bridge at all, and actually it was much more sophisticated. And people sailed across ten thousand years ago. Um, and wow. There's a, there's a nine and a half thousand year old skeleton in Washington State called the Kennewick Man, and the skeleton bears a strong relem- resemblance to a uh, a tribe of people from Japan which implies that they may have cost, crossed the Pacific using boats instead, which is pretty impressive. That's incredibly impressive for 13,000 years ago, 12,000 years ago? Uh, that was about uh, 9,500 years 9, ago. 9,500 years ago, wow. So so 9,500 years ago, which is, I mean, I think, I think the they say the Vikings arrived 1,000 years ago, so 8,500 years before the Vikings sailed across, some, some dude sailed across from Japan, potentially. Wow. Which okay, is that is crazy, and and they they measured carbon, nitrogen, oxygen isotope ratios in his bone, and um, oh, I thought you were going to say that he measured. That's like it was his skill nine thousand years ago. I'm like Jesus, that's no, no. that's, yeah. that's impressive. <laughs> he, was, he was doing <laughs> he was doing carbon dating, which was really you know advanced uh, while he was on his boat. Um, so <laughs> sailed the world, carbon dating <laughs> things. Um, <laughs> But the, when they did carbon date his body, they realized that he'd lived exclusively on a diet of marine mammals for the last 20 years of his life and only drank glacial meltwater. So he'd been living on the continent for a fair old while. Wow. So uh, living on the coast, catching marine mammals and, and drinking glacier water. So it, it suggests the idea is that there was a potentially like a highly mobile waterborne society that crossed over, you know, 9,000, 10,000 years before Europeans even uh, could work out how to how to do anything like that, but from Asia. So, so I mean, crossing from Asia to uh, crossing the Pacific, just on like with sails, 
9,000 years ago? I mean, that would be a hell of a trek. They'd have to have some sort of community where they could survive on the water, sleeping and eating for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. So you're telling me if that's true, then that means that at one point there existed our own water world 9,000 years ago. (laughs) But without Dennis Hopper on on an oil tanker with one eye. Um, throwing cigarettes to people, in a, you know, because everyone knows that oil tankers are half full of oil, half full of cigarettes. cigarettes yeah, <laughs> and and then um, you know, just going around on jet skis, and 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 the reason they couldn't find the dry land was because the girl's tattoo was upside down. <laughs> plot, plot. There's a spoiler there for you if you've never seen. <laughs> the I love that. There's like an arrow pointing to a mountain. And no one can work out where it is, and then they hang her upside down, and then they go, "That's Aha, it." That's. I you also love the fact down. that you think spoilers work by first giving out the spoiler and then saying spoilers. That's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> if you haven't watched Waterworld because yes. um, you're too young, I don't, I don't think you're missing much. Basically, you are. Imagine- no, so just just a real, real quick. I had uh, before one of my roommates moved out. I had um, two roommates downstairs who were like the best of friends and they get really rowdy and they, they like to have a drink or two and they'd, and, uh, and then my third roommate who wanted to, to shut them up would just out of the blue suggest, uh, how many, why don't we watch Waterworld? And just, just saying the term Waterworld would get one or both of the other two to shout Waterworld, oh my water, Waterworld, put, let's put on Waterworld as if they hadn't seen it three times the night before. Like it was just, and it shut them up. It was like putting babies in front of like Sesame Street. Wow. They're just like, oh yeah, it was crazy. They watched it so many times and they loved it every single time. So anyway, Hello. that's my little... The, <laughs> the most amazing thing about Waterworld was when he weed in a thing and then it trickled down through some filters and then it just became water and then he drank it again. Yeah, that was, that was like magic, basically. The, the, the most advanced water filtration system on the planet. And it, was, it was made out of like Evian bottles that had been taped together and somehow <laughs> he'd worked it out. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so... Not only did these incredible uh, people, like either whether whichever theory is right, they either walked across a land bridge or they sailed. E- either of them is is pretty impressive. But there was also some insane animals alive at that time that would have made it like some kind of um, well, like much like Waterworld, we had those giant, horrible, weird fish things. Um, it was a lot think, like. Yeah. <clears throat> But was imagine there, those are actual land. technical terms. Yeah. 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 Horrible, imagine- weird, giant fish things on land. Exactly. Congratulations. You've reached the middle of the episode. That means we've got a special announcement for you. Now, kids, if mommy or daddy driving the car suddenly has a very uncomfortable look on their face, like they don't want to hear what we have to say, you can help them. Just start screaming and screaming and screaming. The advertisement will play. Our sponsors will be happy, and mommy and daddy will be so pleased with you. Here it is. So, have you have you ever heard of the short-faced bear? <laughs> have you ever heard of a short-faced bear? It's not a drink. Don't want no short-faced bear. No, I haven't. So heard of this? The short-faced. I'm so bear. sorry for that. That reference, my God. Okay, well, keep going. <laughs> basically, it was it was one of the biggest and most I'm powerful. Pro- I'm probably this right now, unless you sent it to me in an email or oh, something. No, no. no the, but the short-faced bear was one of the most powerful and largest predators ever. Jesus, it's huge. It it was 900 kilograms and it was 
from like it was up to two meters on his shoulders and when it stood up on his back it was uh, four meters tall so i'm looking like at a, it now it's insane it's gigantic ima- imagine a grizzly bear but with really long legs it was like a grizzly described there's a grizzly bear on stilts yeah um and they could they, they were able to followed scents from uh the fa- like even a faint scent uh over like miles and miles and they could run 40 kilometers an hour and Jesus they think Christ. that these creatures were so effective they actually slowed um hum- humans spreading through the north american's continent because they were so terrifying and, and such good at hunting and killing wow so what happened the humans won well that's a short story yeah, the short faced bear <laughs> had a short faced ending. Wah, wah, so, wah. But but I mean, it's pretty terrifying. But uh, so the, the pretty badass. It's, it is like a, it is like some kind of sci fi film where you arrive, you sail across this ocean, and then you arrive, and there's these hellish kind of creatures there waiting for you to overcome. This is again yet another spectacular television show idea. Exactly, the, <laughs> the short faced bear wars. Short-faced bear wars, bear. just. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then there was also the the American cave lion. So there were lions in North America. Of course um, there was. And it was 25% bigger than the lions we see in Africa and India today. Of course they were. Um, and it weighed 420 kilograms. And uh, it was, yeah, it was slightly faintly striped. And they didn't have a mane like modern lions. But they were just pretty terrifying. And again, they, you know, so you had a short-faced bear, you had a cave lion. It was, you know, just, just go into the shops must have been a nightmare. <laughs> just i'm gonna go to dollarama and oh my god oh god there's another short-faced bear in this section <laughs> <laughs> i just want to pick up some candy it's they're always and there's also candy. a north american lion in the uh, kitchenware aisle so i'm gonna have to <laughs> i'll pick it i'll come back tomorrow <laughs> so but again uh they were eventually all died uh, i imagine they were hunted successfully by um by the the people who'd arrived you were about to say british people the Brits. was i <laughs> i'm sure they would i'm sure they were like those victorian hunters now it was just americans shooting elephants pretending they're there to protect them um and uh, the other thing you know dire wolves you know game of thrones yeah dire wolves they they were real things no not yeah they didn't, they didn't have dragons and all that rubbish no, but um they were basically giant wolves with heavier bodies bigger heads bigger teeth uh and uh, they had a, a strong bite and they could take things down like camels and horses down even bison um and oh, even, were there uh, camels in north america at that time uh i i, I guess so you can Maybe say anything and our listeners will believe you by the way just yeah say. they were camels but the camels had rocket launchers on their backs they were terrifying <laughs> I want to see this show even more now. Just, <laughs> just next time have... on Short Faced Bear Wars, the oh, no, rocket no. launched camels are coming to attack. Let's, Actually, it's like, no. I just looked. I just looked it up. There were you looked camels. up rocket launched bear. Lo- no, no. Like, there were camels. camels. Camels did roam North America, and they were called camelops, which camel, sounds like camelot. Camel, camelops, and that's Latin for yesterday's camel. As in, they're all dead, and they were seven feet tall. Uh, and weighed 800 kilograms. I'm looking at one right now, and I'm very disappointed. I don't see any rocket launchers on this thing. No. But that's no. <clears throat> I might have made that up. Oh, oh, that might, okay. not, that might not be true. 
So, okay. but anyway, okay. um, well, we're learning um, all kinds of things about I don't North think, America. I don't think yesterday's camel was as, as much of a terrifying thing. But that's the other thing. There were those terrifying animals I just highlighted. There were also some other giant animals. So there was a giant beaver that weighed 125 pounds. What? Is, What's that called? I want to look at that. It was just called the giant beaver. The um, giant and found beaver. The fossils are in the Great Lakes. So it was just a giant beaver. Jesus. <laughs> And there was also a, uh, a giant sloth that weighed a ton, was three meters tall, and could grow the size of an ox. Jesus. Um, so, uh, Wow. Fun times so back then. That would have been, you know, so when people say there's no history, I'm like, yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of crazy shit that happened. Yeah, this guy that arrived from, from Asia who, like, survived off of seafood, well, he, 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 he landed in North America, clearly, and yet he continued to eat nothing but seafood. Oh, I'm not going inland. Fuck that. Have you seen what's in there? No, nope. Mm-mm, no, nope. <laughs> I am not going to carbon date anything more than a mile on the coast. <laughs> I'm staying near the undrinkable seawater for as long as I can. Exactly. Yeah. Just drink the ice. Ice water. Ice, ice water, water and fish for me. It's- exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I do find it like mind-blowing. And I found other things that we will have in future episodes uh, over the coming year that will equally... Uh, hint at some of the mind-blowing history that uh, was beyond any kind of European rival. Well, we have to make this about politics, so let's say... But that that is political. How's that political? To assume that history started in North America when Europe arrived is is quite political. I guess. Can we make up a political scenario where the Waterworld tribe arrived in what is now known as Canada, and then they had an election? What would that look like, Reese? Um, I guess... Whoever could throw the most free cigarettes into the crowd would win. <laughs> and that would have been Dennis Hopper. So, And on the way to the polling station, you just had to outrun a short-faced bear and dodge uh, camel rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Voting back then was way more exciting. Just saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Terrified and lung cancer galore. That's, that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just because the image of someone running away from a short-faced bear while smoking. (laughs) Anyway, if people didn't watch Waterworld, I'm really sorry for not getting these references. It's really going to ruin this episode for you if you haven't seen Waterworld. And it's going to totally ruin Waterworld for you. It's an amazing boom. I don't know why it hasn't won several Oscars. Like, oh my God. I do Like Kevin Costner with uh, webbed feet and gills. You're just um, ruining it for everyone now, man. These poor people haven't seen the film. That was, but that's that was, the whole thing. He's like a fish man. <laughs> I think the movie actually would have been done a lot better if it was just called Fish Man. Well, you, you know, you know at the end, you know at the end when they do find. I know I'm spoiling this film terribly. There you I mean, go. Now you know how to do spoilers. Okay, look at you go. Nineties. So that's what, you know. If you haven't watched this, <laughs> get on, get over it. So, um, the fact that. He, he he spent his entire life on the ocean and then they find land and he doesn't like it because it's so noisy. There are birds and there are deer and there's like crickets and he's freaked out by the noise. So he then wants to go back to the sea. But I'm like, the ocean isn't quiet either. I don't, no, I don't know how, not. it's not like, I've not, I can't remember like the whole sitting on a beach and listening to the waves is a thing. You don't go to the beach for peace just to see her silence. I wouldn't record a podcast on the ocean. Because we go, this we is should. a really good this is a really quiet environment to record a podcast. No, like, there's a lot of noise. There's gulls, there's 
there's waves waves usually there's usually a lot of wind there's people rending jet skis um who are, who are drunk you know there's loads of stuff going on please reese continue i want to know more things about the ocean that makes sound uh whales they're loud have you heard them they sing to each other um dolphins they jump out and splash um what, what are the they, noises the dolphins make um there we go <laughs> This is a very educational episode. That was, that was dolphin. <laughs> You're <I'm sorry>. welcome. <laughs> that was dolphin. I'm sorry for interrupting your podcast with my large splash. <laughs> like that. I hope you can edit it out. Um, oh, we're keeping this in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So ultimately, um, what was the point of this? Oh, yeah. So uh, Waterworld, um, the ending didn't make sense, and the ocean is just as loud as the land. So um, the end. I, hope, I think that was their slogan, I, along with the tagline of the movie on the poster. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed learning about Canada's badass first settlers. Yeah. And Waterworld to a and, lesser and extent. Water World to a lesser extent. <laughs> When I say, um, who, when do you think the first people arrived? Are you going to say Vikings or are you going to say something else from now on? Now I'm going to say 9,000 years ago from Asia, motherfucker. Yeah, a man sailed across drinking glacial water and uh, then had a fight with some hellish beasts. Yeah, that's... There we go. There we go. Thank you for thank you for teaching me all about short-faced bears, uh, rocket-launched camels called... Cannibals? Can- can- canapods? What are they? Camelopes. They were Camelopes. Yesterday's, yesterday's camel. Yesterday's camels and the, <laughs> and the giant tigers. Fatally straight tigers. Sorry, this, whoever named that animal, it was so, so shit. They did, <laughs> they're all dead. So it's not today's camel, it was yesterday's, yesterday's camel. Yesterday's camel, yeah. Technically, all camels are yesterday's camel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, except for new camels. Like, well, Brand they, new camels. Those are today's and, camels. And, and present camels that are here now. Yeah, but they were born in the yesterdays. Uh, but they exist right now, and they will continue to exist in the future. So it's a weird way of naming an animal. It doesn't work. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> technically, all camels were yesterday's camels, if they existed yesterday. <laughs> I have to say, this may be the single weirdest episode we have ever done. Just... <laughs> Yeah, just throwing that out there, Reese. Just thank, thanks, people, for listening. Thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for getting. If you've made it. it all the way to the end of this episode, <laughs> just when when our cookbook comes out for barbecuitarianism, uh, just put in a code of of short paste bear for. 10% off. I don't know if that's going to work or not. Is that legal? Is that legally binding? I better not say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for, thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Thank you for putting this say in it. your sound, sound tubes. No, no. Uh, so How do you say it? Sticking us in your ear holes. Thanks for sticking us in your lobes. No, it's close. Um, I'll get you to say um, one of these days. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> and, thanks for and, listening um, to the weirdest episode I think we've ever done. That has nothing to do with politics or Canada. It does. It is political. It happened in Canada, and it's political that people don't think that this is history. That's not political. That's not political at all. It is. How? Justin Trudeau was there. (laughs) Who who do you think sold the camels, the rocket launchers?
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 